Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I am Spencer Hall of SB Nation. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves from south to north, starting with Jason. Hi, I'm Jason Kirk. I'm walking around a parking lot right now. I see a moving garbage truck. I don't know if y'all can hear it. Um, the, the leaves are falling from trees upon me. And that is my current location. Um, I'm Ryan Nanny. I'm in the booth in our office in New York because here's the saddest thing about this podcast. As shit as it is, I actually care about the audio quality. So think about every time you think like, man, what a janky garage band piece of shit podcast that is. Remember that I am trying and feel bad for me. <laughs> You're our own little podcast Sisyphus. Thank you, Ryan. I hate myself. Mm-hmm. And us. It's great. This week, oh man, we're gearing up for week 12. We're going to talk about games to come, the weekend that will be, how none of it will matter. Nothing nothing will change. We're going to keep saying that on these weekends, right? Like, yeah, this weekend's terrible. Because last time we said that, three teams in the top 10 lost. Important. Five in the top 10, three in the top four. Oh yeah. So we're totally going to say that again this week. Man, this is this is a useless, useless week. It's just... Yep. Nothing on the schedule. Might as, well, might as well skip it. Just skip it. skip it. Definitely don't watch it. Just just take some time off because there's no way Alabama will lose to the University of Tennessee Chattanooga Mocs. Can't happen. That's actually true. They literally cannot lose to them. It'd be some kind of accident of nature if they did. Terrell Owens would have had to suit up for them again. And it would have to be Terrell Owens from like 13 years ago. Oh, he's 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 available. Oh, he's not yeah. busy, no. Do you, do you want Terrell Owens to come play for the Mocs? Because he might have some eligibility left, and that's not a joke. The mere fact that we're talking about it means he might contact them. He might be listening right now. He's like the NSA for the state of Georgia, which I is... Mean, I mean, if Trent Richardson can be on on uh, Alabama's practice squad, why can't, why can't Terrell Owens just play... Like, that should be the rule for FCS, FBS games. If you're an FCS school and you have one alum who wants to suit up for you and is wholly ineligible, they should be allowed to do that. Why stop at one though? Well, just yeah. to test. Just okay. How many do you want to? How many do you want to give them? I guess FCS schools don't put a lot of NFL talent yeah. out, but you want to just say as many as you want. You want to cap it sure. somewhere? Sure. No, no cap. Okay. How, however many you want. Okay. Yeah, Any, anyone who has ever played for your university? How about this? FCS versus FBS, there are no eligibility rules. So if you if you have like a crazy James Madison booster, and you want to try and play Calvin Johnson, try it. See how much you see. See, find the market rate. See if you can get him to play one game for you, JMU against Virginia or whoever. Right. Not that you really need him against Virginia, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but no rules at all. FCS schools go absolutely crazy. What I, yeah. what I like about this is it changes the calculus for FCS schools that are thinking about making the move up a division. Because, I don't know, man, you want to give up that right? You can, <laughs> have Jared, really? you, you can have Jared Lorenzen out there if you want. Do if we you, really if want to you stop wanted. Able to Randy Moss? <laughs> or this, do you, you bring in JUCOs. We could get Butte College, which not only had Aaron Rodgers as their starting quarterback, they also had the greatest offensive lineman in the history of the NFL and probably college, we just didn't get to see him, Larry Allen. Yeah. So 
Let's just. Uh, I would you want to play Larry Allen, even old Larry Allen? Old Larry Allen could probably still bury the defensive line at the University of Alabama, at least for two quarters until he got tired. I think since we're throwing out even like you don't even have to be alumni at this particular school or whatever, there could just be a roving band of former NFL players just picking up checks, <laughs> like a, a ringer roster filling like in a, for like FCS a, like an and one mixtape tour. Yeah, just a bunch of old dudes who suit up alongside 250-pound offensive linemen to go play Alabama. Uh, you're, you're thinking it. I'm thinking it. I'm going to say it out loud and make everyone happy. Jamarcus Russell, all-time QB. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Brady Quinn, another thing you can't have. I'm not going to back off that. Jamarcus Russell was a complete badass. I'd be terrified if you rolled up to like you know the seven-on-seven field with jamarcus russell especially because if i tried to tackle him i could not pull him down he's too massive wow it's like trying to it's like trying to tackle a, a jetta <laughs> it's just it's just plant a tree teach mm-hmm. to throw a football wow look, there we go yeah and then you're like the... boy this jetta this jetta has a lot of uh burger king wrappers in it for some reason <laughs> this this tree it, it, it reeks it, it's wearing a <laughs> It's wearing a weird velour formal sweatsuit like he had on the ESPN cover, right? Like Jamarcus in this fabulous white chamois kind of suit. I saw that and I was like, man, I hope he's successful. Oh, this oh, this tree doesn't require water. You got to get a frosty. That's what it likes. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? <laughs> frosties, frosties are delicious. Don't ask what they actually are. Don't no know. one knows. Frosty. It it's pro- I don't frosty. Know. It's probably food. <laughs> the questions this week, we thought we would take some reader questions before we got to discussing the games. I want to start with a relevant one. There was a report today uh, from NOLA.com that Jimbo Fisher had been contacted by LSU. That could mean a lot of things. Could just mean they called him. He's not the only name mentioned in the job search for the open spot at LSU. Ed Ogeron, currently the interim coach there, is one of the candidates. Another one is Jimmy is uh, Larry Fedora. Uh, these are clients, of course, of the inimitable Jimmy Sexton. Who uh, Ryan, you you're looking at another job, right? I you're, am. Yeah. No. No. Wait. Not. Did I just you, did I did I just get fired? You are looking. No. 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 You're very right. in, you're very in demand, aren't you? Oh yeah. Well, um, the way this works is that. Uh, you know, Jimbo's probably going to get the LSU job, and then Willie Taggart's probably going to get the FSU job, and then I'm going to get the USF job. That's the that's the rumor. The Tampa's mama, calling. Tampa's Tampa's favorite son coming home. Mama's calling. Jay, Jason, I hear you're up for that Ryan Nanny job. We should yeah, really. I'm I mean, move move to New York, run the Piesman, and sure. um, join this podcast with an actual microphone. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up for that. I'm up. I'm gonna be up for that Jason Kirk job, and then maybe we uh, hire Ryan for I, that. I, I actually, all... I actually heard that you're, uh, you've dropped out of the running for the Jason Kirk job. Oh man, I just don't feel up to it right now. Well, you've never, you've uh, never, think... you've never, you've never put a wrestling move on somebody in Publix. Not yet. Well, I mean, I mean you don't know that, Ryan. You're, you you're don't a know resident. That, Ryan. <laughs> Listen, he did it at Albertsons, and it's not impressive there. It's just I, how you check out. I, I enjoy if I were to pull one wrestling move. Actually, that's a that's a reader question that comes from reader Spencer. Which wrestling move would you pull in public? 
because I've changed my answer to this. It used to just be a straight stunner, but I enjoy the one I enjoy the RKO applied to the trunk of a police car. I think that's if you can fly off, get somebody in the RKO and then smack their head into the uh, trunk of the police car. That's that's my new move in terms of the wrestling move I would want to pull most in public because it makes a satisfying sound. You fly into the frame unexpectedly, and somebody in the background would instantly, I don't care, a bystander looking at it would have to yell out, RKO! Can I, to, to be clear, in this example, are you the police officer? Is the victim the police officer? Or is the police, is this just a police, an unattended police car? Unattended, unattended. police car. Unattended. Okay, yeah. good. good. Brandon, we're talking about the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta here. There's okay. just a police car. No one's using sorry. it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's decorative. Yeah. Jason, this is there. Jason, if you if you could pull one wrestling move in public, what would it be? Um, I like the high-flying stuff, and the more unnecessary looking, the better. Um, I like the shooting star press, which is basically a gainer for absolutely no reason. It adds absolutely no impact to it. Makes it look more dangerous, and it's not even a forward flip, which would add some sort of some torque to the situation. Like it, it looks less impactful, so therefore more swaggy to um, like backwards flip while moving forward onto someone. So I'll go with that. That's a good one, Ryan. Um, no, I'm in all of these examples. I am the uh, the manager, just screaming from the sideline, from from the side of the ring. No, Refusing you were made. Help. No, the face, the face, and you have the face and the physique for ref who slides into the <laughs> tap out. <laughs> Think about it. You do like out of nowhere, like sliding in. One of the meat. One of the meanest things you said is that I have the face of a wrestling ref. So thanks. No, 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 no. One of the backup refs. Okay. Like when Great. the when the main ref has been hit with a chair, you're the one who, like the crowd's like, oh shit. We've lost control. Oh yes, here comes another ref. That's Great. and that's the best when unexpectedly the match has a reversal. Somebody gets the somebody gets someone in a hold. The heel, usually the one who has been reversed, right, is struggling, legs and arms flying, going, "No, no, how could my plot have gone so awry?" But the ref's not here. Wait! And that's when the backup ref comes in, slides on their belly 10 feet in the ring and does the 1 2 3 perfect that's what you're made to do great um hey good news now i actually want to talk about week 12 so thanks great. You, did you did it uh, the question i the question that got us roundabout here was from hc1059 aka heather carpenter i'm broke how do i make jimmy sexton be my agent hmm. okay For, you got to live in the southeast correct because jimmy doesn't travel um that helps is that true does he only rep I mean, yeah, he's been around, but man, like they're generally from here, you know, like you got to be in the South. He, he's got a territory and he's going to own it. And for the most part, it's the Southeastern conference. So you got to be local, right? I think think you have to like, say someone comes up to you and says, um, you have to be good at back slapping. I think you have to know what that means. You have to be comfortable doing that activity, which sort of refers to, you know, just talking and bullshitting and, 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 Two, two men popping each other on the shoulder in a forcefully affectionate kind of way, but you have to be versed in back slapping to be a Jimmy Sexton client. Also helps if you can get a spot on a Nick Saban staff. A lot of Nick Saban staffers and Nick Saban himself repped by Jimmy Sexton. That would be important. I also suggest that in order to become a Sexton client, 
uh, you be constantly in demand. Rumored. Rumored to be in constant demand. I don't think it even matters if you're a football coach. You just need to be somebody who can be poached for whatever reason. I think it also helps if you can be somebody in conflict with a current Jimmy... Not in conflict, but going up for a job against a current Jimmy Sexton client. Like, if you could be... um, like if you could be going up against Lane Kiffin for the same job so that he can sort of use you as leverage to br- drive each other's prices up i think that's it's like valid. a pyramid scheme yeah. like you're, you're you you pay your you do your time being Lane Kiffin's job foil like being the person who's coming for Lane Kiffin's job and then next year someone else is trying to take your job then they get the raise and then finally you're the one who actually benefits from all this because it, uh, because everyone else wants to take you. So it's you, you, you have a different role each year, but it's all it's all kind of the same. Just, I just try to be. In, in, I, I, I I am disappointed that Jimmy Sexton represents Rex Ryan, and Rex Ryan never comes up in these SEC coaching searches. Well, he's tied to Clemson. His kid goes to Clemson yeah, or whatever. I, I I get that, but that that doesn't stop other people. Always important. Always important to have a tie that you can make up to. That's that's what we really want. Is that you can always have some sort of tie. For instance, from what I know about Jason Kirk, I think Jason, you um, you're up for that Kansas job. Uh huh. Deep ties. Deep ties because you got you got history. See, I would. You got family there, right? Yeah, yeah. See what you do. What you do when you're looking at a list of potential coaching candidates or inventing one. You take like two or three obvious names, and then you start looking through Wikipedia, like who is coached nearby, so you can say has experience recruiting the region. Yeah, if you can so say that like, about yourself. That's you're ideal. Be rich. I, I would just tell people, like, for I, just make up a staff that you could be on. Like, if I told people, oh yeah, Jason was on Derek Dooley's staff at Tennessee. Is anybody going to bother to do the research to prove me wrong? Does anybody feel like it's automatically? Doesn't that seem like it could be the case? I, I mean, looking at the record, yeah. <laughs> I hope we. I, I hope we've helped you, Heather. We probably haven't, but that's how you I'll, can get. Yeah, you if you your, your first mistake was asking us for help. It's true. Second question. <laughs> coming to, um, coming to how, this podcast for do, financial advice. How do How do I make more money? Podcast that doesn't sell ads. <laughs> we could. We could. We just, if we, we just, wanted, if we wanted to, we're just too pure in punk rock. Exactly. Plus, you don't want to hear like, you don't want to hear about like Bomba socks or Sherry's berries or anything, right? Like, forget that. You're not buying that. No one's buying anything off of a podcast, right? This comment brought you're to you really, by. Now, now we're definitely not selling ads. You're really yeah. driving up our value. Yeah. <laughs> this comment brought to you by Yeti Coolers. It's the cooler of white supremacists who don't actually <laughs> want to admit they're white supremacists. Yeti Coolers. It'll keep that hate cool for years. The Yeti Cooler is like the opposite of the safety pin. Pure as the exactly, driven yeah. snow. Exactly. This is not a safe space for Yeti Cooler owners. I'm real sorry about that. The I'm not. The Maggie Hendricks. Maggie Hendricks. What's up? She wants us to talk about ice cream. I, I like it. Ice cream's fine. Is that the only dairy thing that you'll cop to liking? Mm, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. That's it. It's, well, pizza. Spencer likes pizza. He, Every now he, and then. He'll, he'll eat pizza. I wouldn't say he likes it. I don't know. I've, I've seen Spencer choose to eat pizza over other options. Okay. It's happened. It, it has happened. It's, it's, you know, pizza's a sometimes food, man. Um, That's my I, w- 
I would like to dispel one important myth about ice cream that persists. Mm-hmm. Ice cream is not a, <laughs> ice cream is not a seasonal thing. You can eat ice cream all year long. Who the hell says that? There are people. There are people who are like, eh, "Ice cream, it's winter." No, nah, man, ice cream is good all year long. Got to be oh. like that. With, you got to be like that Minnesota coach sitting there with the dilly bar in twenty mm-hmm. degrees, going, "I don't care, dilly bar is a dilly bar. It's good." <laughs> if anything, eating ice cream when it's cold makes more sense because it's not going to melt. That's true. It's just gonna. It's just gonna chill out with everything else, man. You can take your time. You're. You're. If anything, you're in tune with nature at that point. <laughs> That's true. It's trying to bring me to its temperature and kill me, just like nature should. That's when I respect nature most. Not when it's beautiful, but when it's beautiful and it's trying to end my life. Mm-hmm. Jason, you have uh, ice cream thoughts? Uh, ice cream is fine. Um, I have I have no strong opinions on ice cream. It's fine at all times, and it's really never uh, not fine. I do think you know what Thanks. I do think we should we should use ice cream to describe. Since it is the SEC SoCon weekend, that's what we should use to describe like a SoCon opponent. Because cupcake doesn't make sense. Cupcakes literally have no risk whatsoever. Nobody has nothing bad has ever happened to somebody who ate a cupcake. Worst thing that happened was you dropped it on the ground and you didn't get to eat it. Ice cream, ice cream can absolutely ruin a perfectly good shirt get all over your face in a stupid way, drip out of the bottom. Like, ice cream has to be managed effectively. Yeah, and if it's ice not, cream can, there are consequences. I mean, ice cream can run all over you. Yeah. For, ice you know, cream, like Georgia Southern's offense. Ice cream doesn't have to pass to beat you. Yeah, for instance, if I were to describe it, uh, by the way, this is now leading for me to engage on like a weeks-long quest of people who died Famously heinous accidental deaths, eating a cupcake right before good, their death. Good. I'm glad I could direct you in a productive place. I'm going to send you a Photoshop picture of Franz Ferdinand, right, stepping out of <laughs> right seconds before being shot with a cupcake in his hand. Cupcake grenade. <laughs> I, Franz Ferdinand, who who cannot be killed, most who, especially by a random member of the Black Hand. Who, no, lo- I, who loves buttercream frosting more than I? None. <laughs> I have never felt more alive. <laughs> I am truly immortal. Pass me another cupcake. <laughs> the next 100 years will not be shaped by this cupcake in my hand. Just find a picture Find a picture of William McKinley sitting there giving some boring speech about the Spanish-American War. Mmm, cupcake. What could truly kill a robust man such as myself from the state of Ohio? No, no, no. I mean, we don't know why they named that bomb Fat Man, so cupcake related. <laughs> if we were to go through these, by the way, uh, on a fairly cupcakey weekend for the SEC, Austin P. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm going to go ahead and give Austin P. They're rum raisin. Don't ask why. Okay. They just are. Uh, Chattanooga plays Alabama. Chattanooga. Got to have some kind of like seriously East Tennessee kind of lean to it. So that's like some kind of cotton candy or taffy flavored ice cream. Bubblegum. Yeah. Bubblegum flavored ice cream. Correct. This is bubblegum flavored ice cream. The kind that mom was like, no, don't eat the bubblegum. <laughs> that's not how kids work. Alabama A&M plays Auburn. Uh, let's see if we can give Alabama A&M. Oh, well, yeah. well, in this case, anytime it's a existing SAC school with state or A&M or tech or something, that just means you got like the grocery store version of ice cream. Yeah, this is this is this is Ingles' version of whatever Alabama. <laughs> you asked for mint chocolate chip. This one was on sale. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. Uh, let's see. 
butter pecan. Okay. Um, the Angles butter pecan. That's what they're going to be. Then we also have Western Carolina. That's the catamounts. That's <laughs> that mustard mustard style <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, that that would be that'd be no no. This is muscadine. That's it. It's muscadine flavored ice cream. And then we have let's see, Florida. Some team called Florida playing LSU. They're definitely oh. like, yeah, they're definitely some sort of inoffensive flavor. Florida is astronaut ice cream, dry definitely. and dry and pointless. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of little balls that don't move dry and, point, dry and pointless and in the 90s you liked it and now you realize nothing's really improved very good at this Ryan last Thanks. one uh, actually we have two more that would be Texas San Antonio uh, that'd be Utsa playing Texas A&M uh, that's not a FCS team but we'll just pretend that they are for the purposes <laughs> of this I think Either's- yeah they're eligible they're eligible they count toward the SoCon record here yeah, so we'll need something that's both Texas and kind of deserty. So um, I, I will go. Hmm, this is this is this is difficult for like a, like a lot of ice cream or something like that. Peach yeah, one co- of the peach peach cobbler ice cream. Sure, it's, they're they're a uh, they're a sopapilla. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah okay, cinnamon. So, uh, well, one of them fancy artisanal cinnamon sopapilla. Churro, you know, churro ice type. cream. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Louisiana, last one, uh, also again, just mismatched here, but we'll roll with it. Louisiana Lafayette, I'm going to say that's definitely Boudin-flavored ice cream. Boudin-flavored <laughs> ice cream. or Well, either that or one of those ice creams that has booze in it. Yeah, both. What <laughs> is like, this? Is... You said this is Merlot-flavored? Uh, I wouldn't say flavored. <laughs> this is the, bur- this is this the is... Bur- bourbon Boudin special. That that one is the one, out of all these. That's the one likeliest to go wrong, right? Because and, well, hey, but good thing Georgia's doing a blackout game for it. Yeah. Oh no! Because all other oh, things, no. Georgia, Georgia's <laughs> wearing the black, the cursed black uniforms, and did, trying to finally get them a W. No, it's us, not going to work. Did one of us not call this already? Did we not call Louisiana Lafayette beating them? I don't Probably recall. I don't recall doing that, but. Last. I think yeah. we joked about it, so let's just call and say we did it, just we in did case. It. Hey, everybody, we totally did that. We did it. Okay. Next question. Uh, it's not even really a question. It's from Rocket1124, and it's this. PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, Iowa, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck. Agree. That's my favorite Migos song. PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck. Yeah, uh, that, P.J. Fleck. By the way, if if this happens, let's entertain this. I want to follow this down the primrose path of possibility. If we have an open FSU job, mm-hmm. FSU comes open because Jimbo Fisher takes the LSU job. Not that we're saying that's going to happen. We're just saying it's a possibility. And we have an open Texas job. And we have an open Houston job. Right at the same time. Keep that in mind if you want to go down there. Does PJ Fleck and Oregon? Oregon comes open at the same time. So we have three and an optional there in terms of possibilities. Which one does PJ Fleck even consider going to? Consider or get offered? Let's say from from his perspective. Let's say he has offers from all three. Okay, so you are automatically ruling out any geographic concerns because that's that's part of the rumor is that he doesn't really want to uh, leave the area where his kids are, his four kids. Um, he pl- he coached for the Bucks for a little while, so he's at least lived in Florida. I wonder if that 
tilts it in favor of Florida State? Maybe? What are you saying? Oregon, FSU, or Houston? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you, you take FSU there. Yeah, I <laughs> would take... Uh, I, I would go ahead and say this. I think that FSU could be a possibility there. Especially <laughs> it, because... Is is Florida State going to make? Would they ever make that move? Is the, I don't think, the real question. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, he's he's very successful, but the idea of them branching out when they've had at least somebody in continuity for so long. Because remember, you know, Jimbo was on staff with Bowden for a while before he took over. So the idea of going with a complete lack of continuity seems weird to me. Or so, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, Tim Brewster. So here's the thing. I <laughs> Jesus. Um I'm going to push right back past that cuz I hate it. <laughs> um I don't think you know none of us are really well connected enough to know what Florida State would do in the event that Jimbo Fisher is no longer the head coach, but Elliot probably already knows and has has a story ready to publish about it. But what I want to here's what you the three of us can do. If the Florida State job comes open, which coaches are getting obscene raises to keep them in their current location? Oh, people getting raises. <laughs> and like, let's see, like the weirdest ones. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze will get another one. Okay. Somehow. Uh, Mark Ricks. Hugh <laughs> 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 offensive coordinator. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. That, that, that's, ha- that's happening. Other coaches getting obscene raises to stay where they are. Larry Fedora. Larry Fedora is going to bilk him out of that. That's totally happened because that's a Jimmy Sexton guy. Additionally, I think the last coach to get a huge raise out of that improbably, let's just say Derek Mason. We'll say Derek Mason just like goes in and goes, I'm not leaving guys. <laughs> well, and, uh, Kirk France also. Of course, <laughs> that goes without saying. Hey, listen, this week I am all for that. I hope, I hope Dave, I hope Dave Clausen is also on this list. <laughs> Like, wow, Wake really believes in Dave Clawson. That okay. Um, but my secret my secret wish is that Florida State if the Florida State job comes open, Brian Kelly takes a pay cut to go there. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, I think we thoroughly answered that. Um this was the one that I thought we could actually uh that we could expand on. Uh with both brevity but also at length because of the format, and that's this that rubber chickens. At Rubber Chickens on Twitter.com does the SEC butt rankings every month or every week after the action. I thought that maybe we could he uh, listen to his request, grant him his wish. He wishes to see ACC butt rankings. Since we are, of course, the, the preeminent ACC football podcast on the Internet. Based on last week's performance alone. If we're talking about the ACC butt ranking, can we can we do it Last, for the whole can we do it for the whole season to date? Can we cheat? Sure, let's cheat and just do just, that. Just because I don't want to pretend like I know that much about what happened in a lot of those games. No, 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 no. You can you can do the whole thing if you want to. We can do the ACC standings. I suggest we do them by division, just to make it easier to or to order them. Correct. So I'm gonna go with um, Virginia. That's some. Um, that's some some not washed, but being washed butt. That's butt in the process of being washed. Because it's bad. It's bad. Nobody's disagreeing on that. But uh, but we're on I, the I way. It, I, think it's, I think it's real washed. It's just like real flat. 
Yeah, so, it's con- it's concave. Like it's, 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 super, it's super it's super fancy, classy, but it's just yeah, yeah, classy. Doesn't have duck. any angles to it. Classy duck butted. Okay, so that's Virginia, right? Duke. Um. Yeah, Duke's pretty butt. Uh, they they only have one win in conference. They probably are going to get to a bowl game, even if they don't get to, even if they only get to five wins, because of uh, APR stuff. But yeah, I mean, they beat Notre Dame. I'll give them that. Duke is Duke's like old man, but like you know how old men mm-hmm. they have like the big pot belly and then they have the little stick legs sticking out beneath them. Yeah. Just like. Is there even a butt there? I don't think so. Yeah, that's that's Duke at the moment. But you know what? It's still standing. And that like how every Duke. every old man is kind of shaped like a Lego figure. <laughs> <laughs> so so there we go. Lego old old man Lego old butt. Lego that's Duke. Butt. Uh, I'm just gonna do two words for Georgia Tech. Danger butt. Danger butt. <laughs> Next. Pit. Power butt. Power, power butt. butt. There's still butt, but that's a powerful butt. Um, I'm gonna give North Carolina like bad timing butt, sort of like your pants fell down in the middle of in the middle of a wedding or something. Like America's funniest home videos, butt is really what it is. <laughs> because like you open the season losing to Georgia and got Georgia fans all excited that Georgia was good. Welp. And then you you beat Florida State on a last second field goal, and you know Tomahawk chop him and all that. Then you turn around and get your asses kicked by Virginia Tech. You start to turn the ship around with three straight wins, and then you lose to Duke. Like there. you just you just you just keep you just keep trying to jump off of the roof into the kiddie pool because your buddy <laughs> is filming it, and I need you to stop. They're blue. Yes, was like jumping off the trampoline and somehow getting caught in the tree. <laughs> right, right. By the, your belt. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're they're caught in between the springs of the trampoline as well. They're blue, white, and nude. All the funny things they do. North UNC, Carolina. UNC. UNC. This is this you. Is you. Uh, Miami. I'm gonna give them the. Um, I'm gonna give them. You know what? This is Miami gets the weak underbutt butt because they started out strong. And then they just kind of fade off toward the bottom of the, the structure. So, so there's so there's so there's a, a nice prominent strong peak up top, and then it curves inward. Like you look like you're struggling golf balls. Exactly, it's just drop off, man. There's I, no, I, no I, underbud. I suspect when Bud does his like recap, it, it, it when he does his 2017 Miami preview, and he, you know he does their, uh, I think it's the S and P performance, like their percentage performance week to week. I suspect it will look like two butt cheeks. Probably. Um, I will go ahead and give Virginia Tech um, that butt looking right. It's looking right. Yeah, that's. It's a work. It's eh. a work. It's a workman like butt. Been going to the gym. It's like a, I think it's like a. It's a, it's a mid squat butt. The squat's not finished, not by any <laughs> means. But no, no, there's, no, but... there's at least at least you can see flexing happening. Yeah, that that that's the kind of that's the kind of so really like by butt rankings, Virginia Tech not much butt at all. Like you know, this is this is you know fairly quality butt, and not much of it. Um, let's I go. I mean, to, they got blown out by Syracuse and Georgia Tech, but like I said, but yeah, but they ran into danger butt, right? So <laughs> and Syracuse out. is also danger butt. Okay, so no, neither of those count. Syracuse would be danger butt under glass, right? Like that's <laughs> that's for the dome. 
<laughs> they're definitely like Syracuse. We'll jump to Syracuse. Syracuse has been danger, but Boston College just all but holy butt. They're the holiest butt. <laughs> um, Boston NC- College. It's, and, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, the, like the pants are so tight. There's not even any jiggle to it whatsoever. It doesn't move at all. It's oh. completely stationary and still. Um, NC State is. It really depends on which pants you're wearing, but like sometimes that butt looks great. Other times, mm. that that butt that butt is really suffering. Yeah, dude. This is uh. It is, NC, NC State is it's Spanx, right? NC like State it's is really got to be held together. And yeah, but it, yeah, NC but NC State is like spanks on their last legs. Where like okay. how many how many more uses are we getting out of this before they bust? For the male side, this is bonobo's butt. It's as well as it could be framed, oh, and yeah. then it's yeah. yeah. Shit. So that's is, that's damn. Yeah. I mean, we're NC State fans now. Deep cuts. Nothing but deep cuts on this podcast. Wake Forest. Wake Forest is uh, field goal butt. I don't know what that means, but they're field goal butt. By the way, Wake Forest is six and four. Wake Forest <laughs> is, is it's a nice little butt. It's not anything you 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 don't you don't commend it for its its size at all, but it's got the shape. Florida State. This is this is uh, this is totally butt. This is uh, Florida State is uh, Florida State's out of shape butt. It's just a big old lumpy butt. That's, that's <laughs> it, right? Like, yeah, like there's some size there. There's everything you want working, but man, no, it's just no. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. Clemson no composition and structure. Yeah, Clemson is like, um, I mean, it, Clemson like under butt. Like, there's it's 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 nice. It's just not packaged and reined in at all it's it's peeking out the bottom of the shorts you know which like if it works okay great but often that just often that's just going to get you in trouble yeah yeah louisville's not butt at all i'm just going to say like like neither louisville or clemson's really not butt at all it's just a matter of presentation louisville is uh louisville is they're fine there's no there's no real butt here at all in terms of the bad sense And yeah, look at that. Well, we did, we, we did yeah. the entire ACC no. butt rankings. We're, we're, I'm, so, I'm so proud of us. Um, should we talk about week 12? Let's do it. Where, week 12. Uh, what are you I looking mean, at? Gosh, so many so many ranked matchups to talk about. Where to begin? Um, Jason, I guess you can start. Pick from this this bounty. I would not be surprised if the playoff committee did the thing it always does this time of year, which is uh, promote a team into number 25 just to give us another ranked game. Um, and one of the prime candidates for that honor is, of course, your Florida Gators. God damn it. God damn it. So if if Florida is not in the 20s tonight, I will make whatever bet y'all want to make. But I, I Florida will be in the twenties tonight just to make this game look nice. No, you're right. I have no I have no reason to think that you're wrong. I would be a fool to take that bet. I I would also I, I would also look for a spotlight game on the Thursday night game. I'm not just saying this because I'm going to it, but I'm kind of just saying this because I'm going to it. Also because I can point you towards the Houston defense. Not not the not the most not the stingiest unit. They're givers. They're charitable. They'll Gener- be playing without generous be playing. lovers. That's what they yep. are. They get to play Louisville. Louisville mm-hmm. at home. They also get to play Louisville with Lamar Jackson. This is the game that I have circled on my calendar 
as y'all watch this for, for Lamar Jackson because he could put up what would be tragic numbers for this Houston defense in this game. Massive numbers, probably one of the biggest offensive defensive mismatches. And also maybe a mismatch overall because Greg Ward, Houston quarterback, is out for this game. So um, it, it could be ugly. That ugly could benefit you, the viewer, who get to watch something spectacular in, in theory on Thursday as Lamar Jackson torches Houston like he should. He really should. They might not. You never know. But we'll see. Um, earlier in the week, if you want, and I might because I'm dumb, you can watch Eastern Michigan, a bowl-eligible team, a thing we have not been able to say for a long, 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 one long of, time. One of, one of the true, like, full-on damn miracles in college football this year. Eastern Michigan had 6-4 and four bowl eligible already before the end of uh, the regular season here. I'm... Do, they, do they still have the, the, the like, industrial gray field? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The factory. <sighs> Jesus. It worked. It worked. They still come out through the cinder blocks and everything. Yeah. Do, what what do I do... like. What I like about that is it's like when you it, it it's like a, a Mario Kart track where you're like mm, I think they just sort of changed the aesthetics. This feels like I think this is Rainbow Road. I'm pretty sure. This is just Painbow Road. <laughs> <laughs> this is then, this is like the like the track made of made of candy or whatever, but it's all gone bad. You want to watch? You want to watch? Do you want to watch a man die? Memphis, Cincinnati on Friday. Cincinnati, oh, let's just take a minute to let everybody glory, reflect on what's happened to Cincinnati this year because Tommy Tuberville, hey, you're not getting back to the SEC like this. Not, not unless, you know, Kentucky's hiring, which, you know, <laughs> hell, I don't know. They might still be. Um, yes. <laughs> well, once Mark Stoops gets that FSU job. Yeah, yeah. Once, once that happens, uh, this is just to say that – how many quarters has it been since Cincinnati has scored an offensive touchdown? How many quarters? Um, nine? I honestly have no idea. Hmm? Uh, Jason? Cincinnati is the team in the country that I feel like I know the least amount relative to what I usually know about them, if that makes any sense. Like the team with the biggest knowledge gap compared to standard levels. Um, so, uh, shit, seven? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 a very good guess. You guess nine. Yeah. Correct. Uh, the answer is eight. It okay. has been. It has been. We did eight, it. We did it. Quarters. We did it. You, 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 you midpointed it perfectly. <laughs> we bracketed it. That's yeah. Um, that's a long time. Yeah. Cincinnati has to win this game to uh, remain on track to or to have any chance of being bowl eligible. Um. Mm-hmm. Remember when this was like the cradle of up and coming coaches? Like it is impressive to think that Cincinnati has turned out the current coaches at Michigan State, Notre Dame, and Tennessee, and now they're going to turn out Tommy Tuberville, CBS Sports Net <laughs> analyst. <laughs> All they do is get coaches hired elsewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. That and on Saturday, if you. Are interested? Yeah, I just want to point out. By the way, remember we're all worried about Baylor, not uh, Baylor going undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Phew! 
Uh, Man, we didn't we didn't dodge a, we didn't dodge a bullet. We slowly rolled over, and two minutes later, a cannonball slid past us because Baylor's Baylor's six and three right and, now. And and uh, unfortunately, attached to that cannonball, Seth Russell. Man, that sucks to be Seth Russell. Yeah, every pretty much everything that could go wrong for you, young man, in the space of a year, in terms of your situation, uh, it went wrong. All of it. They play Kansas State. Uh, I'm sure that won't be an entertaining strangulation by five and four Kansas State team that will use a converted tight end to hold the ball for 14 and a half minutes out of 15 each quarter. Enjoy that. It'll be fun. Army, I want to point out Army's going to get bowl eligible. That's a huge deal for them. Uh, uh, point of point of fact here. Mm-hmm. I, I believe this win would not make them bowl eligible actually it's going to count i'm just going to count it i know it's against morgan state yeah and they already have one fcs win i believe so they dang it we're just getting them the six wins they'll still be ahead (laughs) of the five and seven apr teams so they're in brother there's that um but i just it's important to note because army navy which is already has a history of a long a lot of army tragedy is going to be the game that decides whether or not Army goes to a bowl game. Ryan, I'm trying to do this to con everyone into getting over the fact that they're going to lose tragically again this year to Navy. Okay, oh. and it'll be the only game on, and we'll all watch it. And we'll get suckered in every time. This past year, it did it, 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 like twice. Like, every year, it's how do they up the ante on the Army pain. This past year, it was they, they had two near comeback drives that failed this time they're going for three i bet this is the year old yeller gets better this (laughs) (laughs) this is the year i believe army will beat navy Uh, it's the worst it's the worst too because you can't root against either team so when navy does it you have to say oh just poor army i can't direct any animus toward navy and say oh you damn service people no navy's cheating (laughs) (laughs) The NCAA needs to look into Navy. <laughs> they keep their secrets on boats. Yeah, like, I can't do that, man. <laughs> NCAA doesn't have any boats. They can't they're investigate just, them. They're just like my Uncle NCAA, Randy. He keeps NCAA his secrets on boats, NCAA needs to go too. to Miami. <laughs> NCAA needs to get some boats from Miami so they can investigate Navy. We've, all, we've, all, we've already agreed that it would be hilarious if Georgia lost a blackout game to Louisiana Lafayette at a nooner. Yeah. Probably and, won't and, happen. No, but I bet they will have an embarrassing score at halftime. I bet we'll be like, and it's Georgia nine, Louisiana Lafayette nine and a half. Four. <laughs> <laughs> eleven. It's eleven nine and a half, Cajuns. Fire Kirby. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, the Hey, is the- that is you know what? That is fun that all it took to save Kirby Smart's job. Was Auburn not having the best running back in, or the the leading running back in the SEC, and starting a quarterback who refused to tell them he was hurt? Miracles! A quarterback who had no rotator cuff and was short arming <laughs> three yard passes. Yeah, we've been Kirby all along. All he had to do was play a team with ten <laughs> men on offense. Hallelujah! Um, Praise God! Praise yeah. God! Another game of interest. Early on in the schedule, if you are uh, down with, I don't know, teams too scared to play, so scared they're actually playing the game. That's Florida playing LSU. There are a bunch of bogus playoff hopes riding on this, but really the primary story in all this will be, uh, will LSU end up hiring at Ogeron? Ogeron, if he performs well down the stretch. That's This is another test of that. And I really, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see Leonard Fournette 
I don't. I mean, it'll I, be fun to watch it play, but like as a Florida fan, I don't want to see that. Yeah, he kicks our ass. Uh, Florida's very beat up. That doesn't help. And mm-hmm. somebody, uh, somebody asked us, and others have pointed out that the media credentials for this game for the Florida uh, media all say South Alabama, and and people are very, <laughs> people are very quick to be like, "Oh man, look at that dig," and I'm just like, "No, nah, people are lazy and cheap." What makes you? What makes you think? I mean, look at the way the Florida football program has been run administratively from the top down over the past, like I don't know, six years. What makes you think this was intentional? Yeah, this is this LSU is just being cheap. It's yeah, it's just how it is. Ooh, are any of you having a problem with persistent erection? I have a solution: Connecticut Boston College at one p.m. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Ooh. Oh my! Talk about persistent. If you can conceive a child while watching this game, you're a sex addict. Also, that child legally gets to go to any other family. <laughs> any, yeah, exactly. This is this is automatically a DHS situation. We're just bringing in defects, and we're going to take care of everything from the start. Then, oh, I, I have one more slaughter to note, okay, before getting to the most important rivalry of the weekend. One more impending slaughter that would be Scrap Iron Utah hosting who? Oregon. They host Oregon. One and six in the Pac-12, if you'll remember. Utah was the one who kicked off this whole Helfrich landslide by molly the Ducks at home last year. Uh, they could do the same and worse because this is in Salt Lake City and it's with a much worse Oregon team. So I, have, I, have I almost wonder if this isn't the game that Oregon wins by like three by like three scores. Just so, just so people can erroneously say, well, maybe Mark Helfrich has it together. Maybe, maybe we should let him stay around. Maybe Brady Hoke deserves a race. Mm-hmm. No, I think they lose by 40. Oh, yeah, I'm very wrong. Yeah, I'm just guessing. Although, remember, nothing was supposed to happen last week. So, sure, Oregon by three. I'll take it. Uh, Jason, you got anything on the uh, rest of the docket in terms of actual football? Uh, well, we do have to, uh, Colorado, Washington state. Possible That's an pre- important game. Possible preview, a, uh, right? Against all odds, against all common sense and rationality. That's an important game. And it could be repeated two weeks later in the PAC 12 championship to decide who goes to the Rose bowl, either Colorado or Washington state. And the the winner will actually probably be what the conference favorite at this point. Um, what a time! Yeah, this is this is the game where they could play in the championship game two weeks later. I always enjoy that because it gives me that morning Sam, morning Ralph feeling that they just line up across from each other and like, oh hey Steve, how are you doing? Can you imagine playing Mike Leach twice and oh we <laughs> got oh what well, we got and here like, we got a Mike fight here. I love a good Mike fight. Ooh, no, is this Mike, is this the greatest Mike. Mike fight of the season? Mike versus Mike. Yeah, I think this so. Is, this is the greatest Mike fight of the season. The other great part about this is that I know what Colorado is going to do, and that they'll attempt to, you know, gauge things to the defense and to target certain players. And I know what Washington State's going to do, which is to just get to call the same plays, <laughs> and they'll still work because it's a Mike Leach offense, and he doesn't care. So if we score three TDs on four vert and call it 20 times against Colorado and the Pac-12 championship game, they're going to call it 40 times and score six TDs off of it. Like, 
you're, you're like a, a, an announcer calling this game, you know, with the knowledge they could play again a couple weeks later. And you're like, oh, you know, if you if you if you're unfamiliar with Mike Leach, you're watching this like, hmm, I guess they're I guess they don't want to break out the full playbook. I guess they're holding stuff in reserve, trying to beat well, him with yeah. just five but, plays. But like, here's here's the thing. Colorado's going to win this game because probably in the next day or two. Donald Trump is going to name Mike Leach to be the head of a special commission on uh, child safety in sports. That's true. Yeah, he'll be the only one to t- he'll be the only one to take the job. <laughs> but then we get Dr. Ben Carson, Washington State head coach. So it all works out. <laughs> one little one little note about this game: River Craycraft's out for for his career's done. Uh, they're excellent slot receiver, and that will make a difference in that offense. Craycraft's been very, very, very productive. And not just in terms of first downs, he's he's a threat everywhere on the field. So one little note, he's not there. Washington State will be, I guess, somewhat under capacity, which means they'll only score 38 points instead of 42. Big difference. Ooh, ooh, guess who plays football on NBC and only on NBC this weekend? Well, it's got to be America's favorite uh, 4-6 team. That's right. That'd be Notre Dame, who were four and six. Now, likely be four and seven because they're playing Virginia Tech. Huzzah! Yeah, they should. They should lose this game, right? Should uh, they should lose every game, Ryan? And yet, <laughs> and yet, <laughs> we'll keep trying. We'll keep striving. Every every week is a new a new goal. I am at the. I I am actually at the evil point where I want Notre Dame to finish six and six and begrudgingly take a bowl game and then get hammered in that. Michigan's had a very hard week. Lost to Iowa fourteen thirteen. Lost their starting quarterback. And I want to give you words of encouragement, Michigan, and say that it's going to be a less stressful week playing somebody other than Iowa on the road. But I don't like to tell lies. I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you. Indiana's coming to town. And they're bringing hell with them. And you'll probably beat and you'll probably beat hell by somewhere between 12 to 18 points. But not before the fourth quarter and not without a series of events so mind-bendingly incomprehensible as to make the game of football seem like a farce piled atop the farce that is this existence. Remember, it's it's chaos team coming to town, the Indiana Hoosiers. I I have no words of comfort for you. I only have encouragements of strength. I like that Indiana, even though they've gotten better, they've remained the exact same identity. Like they could become a defense first team. They could run the ball every play. They could change anything about themselves. They're still going to be the team that if if you're top 10 and you play them, you'll you'll be trailing in the fourth quarter and, but, and you'll still win. You'll still win by uh, 20 points. Because <laughs> you could, because you'll drop, they'll, you'll drop twenty four, probably with Indiana's help, in the process. In, yeah, Indiana, yeah. chaos is the door that swings both ways, and it hits you right in the dick. Yeah, Julia Phillips was a famous producer in Hollywood who wrote a couple of entertaining memoirs, and later in life, she was one of the first people to introduce the Wilson brothers to Hollywood, and so Owen and Luke went out with her one night and she enjoyed taking youngsters out and then trying to basically give them the drugs that would make them the most uncomfortable. She gave Owen Wilson PCP and gave Luke Wilson PCP. And afterwards they both looked at her and said, why would anybody ever do this? That's how I feel after watching Indiana football. 
Ah, but you could, if you want, at the same time, <clears throat> on major television, you could watch Texas play Kansas. <laughs> Speaking of PCP. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like that's... This is... There are stakes for me on this game. That's right. Well, Texas they're chi- they're chick- technically they're chickens, but we can uh, we can skip to uh, to the actual game that matters this week. The Big 12's last shot at fame and glory. That would be Oklahoma, West Virginia. West Virginia, one loss team. They're five and one coming in in conference. Oklahoma, however, seven and zero oh in the Big 12, eight and two overall. Um, this doesn't look like an even game. At least not on paper to me. But West Virginia just has defied that all year long. No? Um, yeah. The the good news for West Virginia is that they... I, I would say they are competent uh, stopping the pass. Only two teams have thrown for 300 yards against them. Only one team has thrown for more than two touchdowns. That was the loss to Oklahoma State. Um they yeah they do they do a reasonably good job uh, against the pass, e- including against a lot of teams who throw the ball a lot. You know, all, all told, they they did a good job against Texas Tech. Missouri threw the ball a lot against them. Um, they they Texas threw the ball long, a lot against them as well. So so I think Dub has a chance to not get killed on that side of the ball, which is which is kind of key because. Then you get to play the uh, Oklahoma defense on the other side of the ball. Jason? <laughs> I was wondering who was going to talk first. I actually I actually thought I lost you. I was like, oh, God. No, no, no. No, no. I, I, like, there was, there was silence, and then it got to the point where, like, I wonder how long this can go on. <laughs> like, honestly, I was, um, <clears throat> I was thinking about Alabama. It had nothing to do with anything. I was thinking about Alabama. You were thinking we're, for no so- for no good reason at all. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. That in the middle of that, you're just like, man, I can't stop thinking about Bama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I I haven't slept much. I, I just looked up and realized, like, shit. What were we talking about? I was thinking about the tide, and and then I looked up and there, <laughs> a Bama hat had appeared on my head. I was standing in line. I was at a wedding reception wearing a Bama hat. And just next thing I knew. I think that tells you where the Big 12 is in the pecking order this year. <laughs> that you're like talking Big 12 football, Bama shirt. Think about Bama. Bama shirt. Yeah. Where this is a conversation. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma's <laughs> probably going to win. That is the best thing that happened in this entire podcast. <laughs> what happened? Oh, I don't know, man. Just thinking about Bama. I just got caught up thinking about the tide. 